0: Season 1, Episode 5. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 1, Episode 5 of Revolutionary War Rarities, the Sons of the American Revolution podcast. My name is Jim Griffiths. And my name is Jim Maple. Jim, have you ever been curious about the ages of the revolutionaries, the founding fathers who created this nation, the people they battled? I find this type of thing interesting when I compare their ages to my own life. What was I doing when I was their age? What were the biggest problems that I faced at the same point in my life. Jim Maples, I can assure you that it wasn't declaring independence from the largest empire in the world. It wasn't debating the best form of government or defending the colonies against the most powerful army in the world. It wasn't strategizing military tactics to determine the best way to defend myself. It was more likely related to what I planned to eat for dinner that day. I think you will find the ages of our famous founders
1: to be amazing when you look at what they accomplished. Well, Jim, the ages vary tremendously, but there were some very young, very famous people. Now, before we get to the youngest, let's address some of the older folks. The founder of this nation and leader of all revolutionary troops, General George Washington, was only 44 years old when we declared independence from England. How about Paul Revere, the famous Boston
0: silversmith who rode across the countryside to, to notify the colonists the regulars or the british were coming he was 41 years old john hancock who owned the largest signature on the declaration of independence was also an independently wealthy merchant and president of the second continental congress he was just 39 years old in 1776.
1: well what about thomas paine the author of common sense the 47 page pamphlet that promoted transnational human rights and helped inspire the American colonials and patriots for revolution. He was also only 39 years old. So let's keep heading towards the younger revolutionaries. What about King George III? He was the
0: leader of the largest empire on earth who served in his position longer than any of his predecessors over the past 700 years. He was the king responsible for an empire that touched many locations on earth and affected millions of people. King George III was 38 years old in 1776. When I was 38, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. This guy was ruling
1: the largest empire in the world. Okay, Jim, let's get a lot younger. How about Henry Knox? We all know that Henry Knox was the first Secretary of War under President George Washington. He crossed the Delaware River with Washington for the attack on the Hessians in Trenton. Henry Knox was head of artillery during the Revolutionary War and was credited with dragging the cannons of Fort Ticonderoga approximately 250 miles across frozen lakes, mud, and fields to begin firing on the British ships into Boston Harbor. He was 25 years old in 1776. 25 years old.
0: We've all heard stories about the Marquis de Lafayette. He was 18 years old when the Declaration of Independence was signed. By the time he was 19, he was a major general in the Continental Army. That was younger than any other general in United States history. When the Marquis led some of the American forces at the Siege of Yorktown, he was 24 years old. Can you believe that? 24 years old and assisting a foreign country
1: in its founding. Well, Jim, the list goes on. When the Declaration of Independence was signed, James Monroe, a future president, was only 18 years old and a member of the army that crossed the Delaware River on Christmas 1776 to fight the British at the Battle of Trenton. John Trumbull, aide-de-camp to George Washington, and the artist who painted numerous famous portraits currently hanging in the rotunda of the Capitol, he was only 20 the list goes on and on. Deborah Sampson, she was 15. Sybil Ludington, she was 15. The youngest soldier in the revolution is believed to have been Joseph Plun Martin, and he was also only 15 years old. It's unbelievable. It is safe to say that numerous founding fathers could be referred to as founding youth.
0: You know, I've spent a good bit of my life thinking that I was too young to do something. Then seemingly overnight I felt that I was too old to do that same something. So I guess you might conclude that there was never a perfect time. But think about these people. Think about their accomplishments. Thomas Jefferson wrote one of the most important documents in all of history when he was only 33 years old. That's right. The Declaration of Independence
1: was written by a 33-year-old. Pearl Buck was quoted as saying, The young do not know enough to be prudent, and therefore they attempt the impossible and achieve it, generation after generation.
0: And from one of my favorites, Benjamin Disraeli, desperation is sometimes as powerful and inspire as genius. And finally, the secret of success in life is for a man to be ready for his opportunity when it comes. And so it goes. Were the founding fathers who were frequently founding youth not prudent and didn't realize that what they were trying to do was impossible? Or were they simply desperate and had no choice but to die or be successful in this revolution? Well, I don't know the answer to that, but I can certainly tell you that the secret of their success in this revolution was that they took the opportunity to fight. They took the opportunity to found this country, and they desperately took every action that they could take in order to defeat the largest army in the world and to create the greatest nation ever. Those young people were just crazy enough to believe in themselves, to believe in their principles, to believe in each other. And even when they were on the edge of defeat many, many times, they took the necessary steps to surprise the enemy and win their freedom. Our ancestors changed the world, and we're the beneficiaries. Thank you to those that we all know about, as well as those countless names that continue to go unrecognized. Thank you for the United States and for ultimately trusting your creation to us. I hope that we prove to be good caretakers and successfully pass this country on to yet another generation with the same love
1: of this country as we have. I'm Jim Griffith. And I'm Jim Maples. And we thank you for joining us today. And please be sure to join us for the next episode of the Revolutionary War Rarities Podcast a production of the National Society Sons of the American Revolution www.sar.org